0: okay guys welcome back to season one episode three of soaring highs and crushing lows i appreciate everyone listening we're getting a lot of good feedback people are liking the program i think people know this and i've said it my target audience is like uh, 25 to 40 year old men that quite frankly don't have it figured out yet i mean perpetually lost would be the word and you know these are guys that are we're working we just can't quite figure it out, which is kind of funny because I'm a college-educated white male, and in statistics class, I learned there's a thing called the outlier, and when it comes to college-educated white men, I'm probably the outlier. I'm living <laughs> well below the poverty line, and quite frankly, I just can't catch a break these days, and that's kind of what the name of the show is. You hear that? Cole Miller Light Kraken but soaring highs and crushing lows. So listen, you know how this show goes, 25 minute, 20, 25 minute episodes. The first half of this, I gotta tell you a little story about pig virus. Now I can't tell you the story of pig virus unless I tell you real quick what happened to me when I got sold a lemon. a Few years ago, my car breaks down on 95. You know, I had a 3000 mile warranty. I bring this car in. I tell this guy, his name was Jack Murphy, okay? okay. I tell Jack, hey, something's wrong with the car. He tells me, me, take a look at it. Jack calls me two days later. Hey, come pick the car up. It's good to go. I fuck I can't remember what kind of car it was. Ugh. Oh, it doesn't matter. So couple months go by. Now, same problem happens at the car. It's like the transmission. So I bring it back in and Jack says, Hey man, you're gonna hate me, but uh you're over the three thousand mile warranty. Transmission went. I said, wait a second. Jack, wait Jack, wait a second. I brought you this fucking car when it had twenty eight hundred miles on it. I told you what was happening. What the fuck are you saying to me? He's like, yeah, I know, but right now you're at 3,230 miles. You're over the 3,000-mile warranty. I guess what I'm saying is you're shit out of luck. Now, when Jack said that to me, okay, there was a twitch in my eye. Uh, Like I was going to kill this man. I had recently, believe it or not, lost the job and had been dumped by a woman who I was in love with. So the last thing. I wanted was for Jack Murphy to sit there and tell me you're shit out of luck. (laughs) Hey, Jack, here's what's going to happen. You're going to give me my money back, okay? You're going to give me the $10,000 that I still owe on this piece of shit car. I'm going to walk my ass over to police and fire. I'm going to give them that check, and we're going to be scot-free. We're going to be even. Jack says, hey, buddy, I don't know what to tell you. Your transmission shot, that's probably going to cost you $3,000. So I, I go ahead and I get a lawyer. Now, if you're not familiar with the lemon law, okay, it's a little more complicated than 1-800-MY-LEMON, it's a little more fucking complicated than that, okay? Long story short, I end up losing in court, so I'm shit out of luck, all right? Like I said, unemployed, depressed, now my vehicle's gone, <laughs> I'm ticked off. I feel like I got ripped off. I literally, was, I literally felt like this motherfucker, all right, the world is coming after me, crushing Lowe's. Hence the name of the podcast. So I was down in the dumps. What am I going to do? So I go back and I plead with Jack. I tell him, dude, listen, can you please, like, uh, any chance you guys can just give me the money that I can just pay off this car? Because, like, you know, I only had the car for a few months and, you know, you guys fucking ripped me off. And Jack's like, hey, man, look, that's life sometimes. I said, Jack, here's what's going to happen. Jack, you listen to me now. I'm going to come back here, okay? I'm going to come back here with my friends. We're going to be drunk. We're going to have a cooler of beer and we're going to dress as lemons okay and we're going to protest this fucking store until i get my goddamn money back and jack says to me <laughs> <laughs> like to see you try I said, Jack, one thing you need to learn, you're a used car salesman, you should have learned this by now, you don't fuck with a guy who has nothing to lose. Didn't you learn anything from the movie Rambo? So now, the next day, I round up the boys, and we're drinking heavily. We're over at Smeggy's. Shout out, Ed Sullivan. And uh, we're making signs, we're having a few beers, it's a Tuesday afternoon in June, it's 80 Degrees, also another soldier that was there that day on the Battle of Lemon Hill, Joe Fitzgerald, Dave Durkin. I can never forget my brothers in arms that day. So we dress up as lemons. We got all yellow on, we got yellow posters, and we're writing, Why pay $10,000 for a lemon? We'll give you one for free. So, so we're drinking at Smeggy's, and we're, ha- we're fucked up. I mean, we're fireballs, Miller lights are flowing, could be some marijuana, who knows. Um, Some of the people from Jack Murphy's place in employment, by the way, I I, I can't, I actually won't say the name, but it was a Toyota dealership. So Jack Murphy, some of his employees are in there like, what are you guys doing? I said, don't worry about it, just stay out of our way. You know, we're not mad at you. We're not mad at the employees. We're not mad at the mechanics. We're mad at Jack Murphy, and quite frankly, we're mad at the system as a whole. So we walk down there. We're drinking. We're we're marching. We're having good. We're having a good time. So we get to uh, the dealership. And we're going. Hey hey ho ho. Toyota Sloan has got to go. Hey hey. Oh, I just said the name. Sue me. Toyota Sloan. We're out there protesting. We have 20 pounds of lemons and we're saying to ourselves, we're on the corner and it says, why pay 10K for a lemon? We'll give you one for free. Every person that pulled up at that stop sign, we were out in the middle of the street. Hey, you want a lemon? This place sells lemons for 10,000. All the car dealership people, all the schmucks are out there, you know, looking and I'm going, hey, Jack Murphy, Jackie boy. Yeah, Jack, fuck you. Murphy's, but yeah, he's you know just just the look on his face was worth every fucking penny. Jack Murphy, oh, he was squirming. So finally, the police show up, and the police, you know, I back the blow. We support the blow here at Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. And the cops after a while, the cops laughing. He's going, "What the fuck are you doing?" Explain the situation to him, and the cop says, "Listen, buddy, do me a favor. Wrap this up. I don't feel like being here. Don't bust my balls. It's funny. You made your point, you know." Wrap it up. You know what? You got a point. Some we, of our cars were there. We can't drive because we're shit faced. The cops watching us, so we leave. We go back to the wrong pub. We're getting, we're getting drunker it. and drunker and drunker. I wake up the next day. And my inbox is just filled. This video got shared like fifty thousand times. The owner of the dealership, he's trying to get in, he's trying to get in touch with me. He's I, I got people saying you need to call Toyota. You need to, they want to talk to you. Long story short, I walked over there. Met with the owner. I walk in there calling, Mr. Hennessey, Mr. Hennessey, please sit down. Please sit down. Mr. Hennessey, what do we need to do for you to take down those videos? I said, well, listen, it's real simple. All I want, I don't want much. I want $10,000 that I owe the bank for this piece of shit car that you sold me and lied, lied to me about. I want ten grand, and I'll walk away. He says, you'll take down all that, all that stuff on the internet? I said, listen, you give me that money, I will make sure nobody says a bad word about this place. We'll take it down. Nothing ever happens. me the money. Now, why am I telling you this story? I tell you this story because today it happened to me again. I felt like today I felt that same twitch. I really feel like I got ripped off by pig virus. Now, pig virus is my boss at a pest control company called Massey Services. Corporate pig disgusting company. Fuck them. I hope the company goes under. Nothing will make me happier than to see that pest control company go under. I would fucking love it. Only because of pig virus. To give you a little background, Pig Virus is the boss. He's a mid-level bureaucratic tyrant. Used to be fat, now he exercises all the time. He vapes. I'll tell you a little story about Pig Virus. I walked into Pig Virus' office one day and he has a Maryland long-sleeve jersey on the wall. You know the Maryland the state flag. I say you played lacrosse at Maryland. Looks like a lacrosse jersey. He says, oh no, 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 no. That's my paintball jersey. <laughs> This fucking mid level bureaucratic tyrant. I, I have to call him what he is. He's a mid level bureaucratic tyrant. He's a dictator. He's a son of a bitch. He tells me, that's my paintball jersey. <laughs> this fucking loser has his paintball jersey hanging up over his degree. Right away, I should smack him in the face. But he's the boss. So I played by his freaky rules for five, six months, uh, you know. And to be honest with you, I was doing very well in January for sales. I was doing good until the pig virus comes up to me one day and says, hey, Fran, let's take a little drive. Let's take a little drive, what are you a fucking, what are you, uh, 1980s uh, mafioso, let's take a drive. So we're driving, he's saying nothing. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, pig virus, would you just say something and stop torturing me? So he looks over at me, you know. Sort of like a father would look over at his son. And he says, Fran, you're just not performing. And uh, here at Massey, we have a saying. You're on the right bus, but you're in the wrong seat. Here at Soaring, Hi- Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows, we also have a saying. If you're a mid-level bureaucratic tyrant, our saying is, Go fuck yourself. You're a fucking loser. And your wiener is probably small. Nanny nanny poopo So he tells me, by the way, pig virus is cock. It's definitely two to three inches. He says to me, I'm going to move you out of sales and move you into a technician position. I said, dude, no way. I'm not doing technician. You know, they crawl around the attic. They get the rats. They get the roaches. I'm not doing that. I didn't sign up for that, you little mid-level bureaucratic cunt. I ain't doing it. You understand me? So he tells me, if you don't make quota this month, I'm going to fire you. So, okay. I had another job lined up. I knew that I had a full-time position lined up at another company, which I love. And I enjoy that job. So I t- I, two weeks later, I tell Pig Virus, I sold. keep in mind, I sold $12,000. Uh, 15% of that, I don't fucking know. It's like, I'm, I'm expecting you, you get 15% of your commission. So when I put in my two weeks, my last day was January 31st. $12,000. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a check for like twelve dollars to $1,300. Somewhere in that frame is what I'm expecting. The paycheck comes on the 10th. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening at home, we went over this in episode one, episode two. (laughs) I am well below the poverty line. I'm poor. I'm poor as fuck. But one thing I don't do is leech off the government. I somehow get by, okay? Somehow I manage, a book by Michael Scott. So now I give Pig Virus, you know, my last day. I had a company car. I bring the car back. I bring the uniform back. I shake hands with Pig Virus. I'm thinking everything's good. Also, it's important to keep. It's important to know here that before I took the company car in, I took everything out of there. I vacuumed it and I wiped it down with Lysol wipes. Understand something? This car had 180,000 miles on it. It had a droop roof ceiling. It was a 2010 Ford Focus. So I vacuumed and I wiped down the car. I don't really know what else I can do. You, you know the saying like uh putting makeup on a pig, you can't, this car was never going to be a fucking BMW. So I hand the pig virus, by the way, I just, I'm trying to do this and I'm just like so filled with, I hate the pig virus. I literally want to fist fight him in a parking lot. Just me and the pig virus. That's all I want. Please God, give me that chance. I would pummel him. I would absolutely pummel him. Anyway, I got to calm down here. We don't condone violence on this show. My financial situation is not great. I'm thinking to myself, okay, rent is due on the 10th. I'm going to get that $1,300 check. I can pay my $1,200 rent. la freaking da Got a couple hundred bucks left over. I'll have myself a nice weekend. But something in my head is telling me, you know what? I don't think this pig virus is going to... I think pig virus is going to do something to my commission. I'm worried about this. Last night, I'm worried. So I tell myself, I'm going to wait up till midnight, see, see where this direct deposit hits. Direct deposit doesn't hit, I'm panicking. So I go online, I find out that your last paycheck with a company, okay, last paycheck isn't direct deposit, it's a paper check. So I toss and turn all night. Now it's seven o'clock, I'm off for my other job, I text the pig virus, hey dickhead. No, I said, hey John. Hey John. Um, I didn't get my direct deposit. I'm wondering if there was a paper check. Could I come by and pick it up? Pig virus tells me, yeah, it's at the office. Come by, pick up the check. Here is where it gets interesting. I go to the uh, warehouse. I walk in. By the way, for this company, you weren't allowed to have a beard, so I had a big beard on, backwards hat. I felt like smoking a cigarette when I walked in there, just as the fuck you to pig virus. I walk in. I get my check. I walk the fuck out. I don't even open it. I don't even open it up. I'm like, let me get to a Wawa, I pour in a Wawa, I get a coffee. Ah. Let's open this check. Let's pay the landlord and let's move on with the day. I open up the check. It's for $845. Okay? I want to tell you the level of disappointment that I had when I opened up that check was when Clark Griswold in the movie National Lampoons Christmas Vacation. Opened up his Christmas bonus check when he was bu- gonna buy the family a swimming pool, and his dickhead boss Frank Shirley, another mid-level bureaucratic cunt, gave him a Jelly Bean Club, you know, Jelly Bean Member Club of the Month, whatever it was. He gave him a stupid Jelly Bean card instead of the bonus which he was expecting. Hey, you bosses out there, you gotta understand something. When we're expecting a certain thing, money, for our commission. You, you don't get to take that away, you son of a bitch, before, or, you know, you got to let us know. I got blindsided by this. I open up the check. It's missing five hundred. It's missing $420. 420 <laughs> I said, I text Pig Virus. I'm like, John, I'm looking at my commission report. I'm wondering why it's missing $400. He tells me that he took $350 out of my commission to have that piece of shit car detailed. I'm telling you this story because, guys, I feel... I'm telling you, I am for the little guy, all right? These big corporations that got human resources departments, fuck them. On this show, soaring highs and crushing lows, we're for the working man. Power to the people, okay? This motherfucker took $350 and, and says, a, ca- a car wash? Hey, pig virus. That car is probably worth a $1,000 and you got a $300 car wash? Bull. I'm calling your fucking bluff. I want to see receipts. So I went right ahead. I went above the pig virus's head. You know how corporate corporations work. Ah, everybody's got a boss. Go fuck yourself. They're all scratching each other's cocks trying to be, look at me, look at me, trying to move up the company ladder, a bunch of shills. I'm sorry, guys. I'm very, I'm very frustrated because I'm poor now. I don't have any money. I'm missing $420. So this is sort of a warning, consider it a manifesto, whatever you want to call it. If pig virus does not get me that money back, uh, what are we capable? Of? Should we protest? I mean, obviously, I would never do anything crazy like to get myself in trouble with the law. But dressing up as a lemon standing out front of a car dealership—that was totally within the law. I don't know what I'm gonna do, guys, but I just want you to stay tuned because Pig Virus—we <laughs> are coming for you, Joe Sixpack. And guys, let me tell you something: When I get this money back, it's just—it's just a victory for Joe Sixpack. It's a victory for the soul of the earth. It's a victory for the plumber. It's a victory for the, the carpenter. It's a victory for the crossing guard. You know who you are, soul of the earth people. We're gonna get that fucking money back. All right, let's calm down. Let's uh, take a beer break here one second. I'm recording this episode. It's Friday, February 10th. The Super Bowl is this weekend. Um, A lot of people will be happy to know this, that I will not be gambling on the game in lieu of the fact that Pig Virus stole all my money and I no longer have money to gamble. So thank you, Pig Virus. You've not only crushed my hopes, my dreams, but now I can't even gamble on the Super Bowl. But that's probably good news for all you Eagles fans out there. I won't be betting the Eagles. Therefore, the mush isn't betting. So, you know, that's got to be good news for you. By the way, speaking of Eagles fans real quick. 1,000%. Not even a question in my mind that an Eagles fan, some jamoke, probably named Chad from Council Rock, put the Chiefs jersey on the Rocky statue. Absolutely no way a Chiefs person did that. So, cool, Chad, you fucking loser. I actually don't even give a shit about the Super Bowl. That's that's, That's how sick my gambling problem is. If I can't bet on it, I don't care. All right, guys, we're going to switch over to uh, modern events here. I don't know if anybody... Like I said, my audience is all, always Philadelphia. I know what's, I know more of what's going on in Philadelphia than most people that live there, and I'm 1,200 miles away in South Florida. A lot of people ask me, Frank, are you going to comment on the St. Hubert scandal? Uh, absolutely not. I wouldn't touch that story with a 10-foot pole. Um. All I can say about that is careful what you record. The next couple minutes here, I'm going to be on a topic that I'm very I'm very afraid of, okay? Saying the things that I'm about to say could get you canceled, could could get you in jail. And the weird thing about what I'm about to say is years ago there was a film called Juana Man. And Juana Man basically, if I can remember, was an NBA star who was outcasted from the league. I can't really remember what Joanna did to get kicked out of the league, but wasn't allowed to play in the NBA anymore. So Joanna comes up with this plan, hey, I'll put on some fake tits, I'll put on a wig, and I'll go play in the WNBA. And it was a funny movie. We were a kid When I was a kid, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Imagine, could you imagine a dude playing a woman's sport, and there is a lot of women out there that are way better than me, but I'm talking about when you get to a Division One level, like girls are very great athletes, but boys, they're just bigger and stronger. So it was a funny movie, Joanna Man, and everyone watched it. I don't know what year that was, 2004 maybe? And everyone just sort of said, hmm. That's an like imagine if that actually happened. Fast forward to 2023 and it's happening. I'm I'm talking about of course a story out of the University of Pennsylvania. The feet, the women's swimming team, okay? Here's this here's what's going on in the locker room on the Pennsylvania women's swimming team. There's a girl in that locker room who evidently is just going around showing her cock. The other girls are in the locker room trying to get ready for a meet. And this one girl is just walking around dicking balls hanging out. And uh, by the way, she's a woman. Her name is Leah Thomas. She's six foot four. She has broad shoulders, an Adam's apple, no boobs, and a cock. However, she's a woman. So, a lot of questions I have. I think this is fucking ridiculous. All right. And I'm like, listen, very open, very liberal. I'm like, listen, you're a man. You're trapped in a woman's body. Ah, okay, fine. I get it to an extent. Okay with it. What is going on? Leah Thomas is in this locker room with her cock out. She's six foot four. What? My question is this. Okay, Leah. Hi, Leah. Oh, hell. Oh, hey, listen, Uh, my name's Leah, and I'm a girl. Well, Leah, you're six foot fucking four. I mean, I, you could bench press a car. Are you sure you're a woman? Yes, I'm a woman. I have a couple questions for you, Leah. Since you're going to be in this women's locker room with your cock out, who are you sexually attracted to? Because I'm confused, all right? Here's the deal. It's a, it's a man who now says he's a woman. He's swimming in the NCAA, women's collegiate athlete swimming, he's a swimmer, swimming against girls, showering with girls, cocking balls. Cock and balls, just out. Is, are you attracted to men or are you attracted to women? I think this is a big factor in this story because, you know, this guy's going to be walking around pitching a tent. Just imagine, by the way, how uncomfortable these girls have to be. Picture if you were uh, on a baseball team full of men, and a chick shows up, and she's just gonna walk around. Uh, she's gonna walk around with her tits out and her vag out. And and she's not. By the way, I'm not I'm not talking about a good looking broad here. I'm talking about a big old girl, you know, kind of chick. She's one of the dudes now, walking around, beaver out, boobs out. Wouldn't you be uncomfortable? We're doing this. these girls on the swim team. They're like, dude, hey, um, Leah, um, your cock is out. You know, to me, this is where I draw the line. It's getting ridiculous. Dude. I mean, last week we talked about a guy who became a dragon, Medusa. Remember Medusa? And Medusa wanted us to call him they, them. Hey, dude, no. Once you become a lizard, pronouns go out the window. It's no longer he, him, she, her, they, them. It's freak. So, like I said, I don't want to, like, I have to be careful. Like, you can't really talk about this issue, but, like, is it crazy to say this? Is it crazy to say that a six foot four broad shouldered man shouldn't be swimming against women? Is it crazy to say that if you're transitioning, but you still have a big old cock, you shouldn't be in the women's locker room? Isn't that uncomfortable to girls? I mean, I can't believe more people aren't pissed off about this. What the fuck is going on? Juana Man was supposed to be a, a, a make-believe movie. Now it's becoming a reality. Uh, listen, guys, it's 26-minute mark here. I, I told everyone I keep these episodes to 25 minutes, so I'm going to end it right there. I'm going to the Fort Lauderdale Airport to pick up a friend of mine. It's going to be a crazy weekend. Uh... Yeah, we're going to have this episode out tomorrow. I hope everyone enjoys it. hope the Eagles win. Listen, if they do win, do me a favor. Burn the fucking city down. We're on Spotify. We're on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Soaring Highs and Crushing Lows. I will see you next week.